I mean, literally, it was there was it was nothing. I mean, they could have kept scoring if they wanted to. This is the same team that SMU beat. No, they beat SMU. No, no SMU, SMU beat them. SMU's three at home. They yeah. beat SMU. Okay, no. so it was close. I know it was no, close. No, SMU won. SMU, SMU won. won. Yeah, I know it was close. 17. Don't oh, derail them. That's the one I was there. Sorry. Don't derail me. Hey, morons. I told you I want to watch the hockey game. Now, cut the golf sissy crap and finish up in there. Well, good morning, everybody. You have got the tee box. It is 8.08 on the ticket. And with me today, as he has been for the last few weeks, is the absolute awesomest, most awesome editor of Avid Golfer Magazine. That is the great Eli Jordan. Good morning. And Eli. I feel Thanks. like I finally got my voice almost all the way back. Yeah, last, you... last couple of weeks, it's been on the struggle bus. Yeah, that, herpes will do that to you. It's not herpes. <laughs> God, we're just really 808, and we're doing that guns a-blazing, huh? God. Look, I was up early. I got some caddies staying with me, so they had to get up. Were you drinking this morning? No, but let me share with you this. If you want to try to stay up drinking with a caddy... You are going to lose. Challenge accepted. You are going to lose. We did a barter with a whiskey company a year ago or two years ago, and I have a bunch of bottles of whiskey with a little... Still got the little Santa hats on Santa them? Santa hats on them. Yeah. And uh, so I think about five or six bottles in there, and they've been here since Monday night. I got no whiskey left. Yes. And I haven't had one drink. You got to get their minds you, right, you man. Protect with them. I had, I had a, uh, I drink Crown. Okay. If I drink. So are these caddies for the event we're currently watching? Yes, they are. Okay. Do you know whose bag they're on? Yes, I do. You're not going to disclose that, are you? No, I'm not. Okay. <laughs> Don't want to uh, throw them under the bus. For I'll just, just say just this: power drinking for the last three nights. Nobody's in contention. Well, wow. Okay. Maybe they knew that that was going to be the case and the coming bo- into the and week. And the bottle got opened early yesterday. Early. So, But that's okay. These are good guys. I've known them for a long, long time. I mean, they're still in the same bags they were when they were playing, when they were caddying for the Byron Nelson. So used to know them back then and so still know them. And uh, we've had a good time. But, uh, yes. Is it the, the caddy for Charlie Wee? No, it has it's not. not. Okay. Um, but, you <laughs> know, Alfonso it's funny. Rivero? No, they they play for professionals, Kern. By the way, I have a good story for uh, about uh, Alfonso Ribeiro. Um, we'll we'll talk about that next because I had a job yesterday. Oh, you did. We are kind of burying the lead, though. We're out at the Club Corp Classic Thank here you. at Los Colinas Country Club, as uh, the Champions Tour event is in town, and all of the Champions Tour guys are paired with celebrities this weekend. So. Should be a really, really cool deal, and uh, yeah, we'll be out here for the next couple hours and uh, watching some of the golf action. Yep, and so coming up next, I'll tell you what I did yesterday and some of the fun interactions I had, and we'll do that next. And Sports Radio 96.7 and 13.10, The Tick. 8.16 on the ticket, you got the tee box. Craig and Eli are out at the Club Corp Classic out at Las Queens Country Club. 
and uh, it is blowing. The scores are, it's tough. It's tough. I'll tell you a little bit about what the caddies think uh, at 8.50 because uh, I've been hearing it after every afternoon when they've been sitting there drinking their whiskey. Um, we also got Kern here, engineering. Morning, Kern. Good morning. How's hey, everybody? Everybody's good. Just a little windblown. You know good. what? I need to brag on Kern for a second. He's always so well put together as far as getting all this stuff set up. Like, he met me nice and early this morning at the office. Like, we kind of had to shuffle around parking passes a little bit and do all that whole thing, and he was very accommodating. He's like, wherever we need to meet, that's cool with me. That's why we, he we is. Rode, we rode over here together. and Very nice. Yeah. That's why good, he good is stuff. who he is. The Kernster. The Kernster. The man. The myth. And we got Jay King running the board and uh, doing a great job as always. What's up, and gents? Morning, Jay. What up? You've and, already uh, given me plenty to mark. Yeah, easy. Craig, then, Craig's uh, machine got in a match this morning. And uh, then we who's doing tickers today? Jonathan Dodd. Of course he is. That was Good a morning, Jonathan, Jonathan Dodd. Good morning. Okay, so at, at 8.30 we'll do some leaderboards. By the way, this segment is brought to you by Club Corp. And they're actually doing a name change. Heard that. Rebranding, if you yes, will. how about that? We'll see what that all comes about. Uh, 8.50 we'll talk about this tournament because uh, it's fun. And then we'll talk about who's leading, who's leading the celebrities, how the course is playing, a little bit of local ties. I think just from, if you're listening to us right now, you can probably deduce how the course is playing, because I'm sure you can hear the wind whipping through our microphones. Yes. At, at 9.10, something happened to me on Thursday on the golf course that has never happened to me. But when this happened before, to Rick caused one of the biggest e-breaks I've ever had. So keep your ears listening. And at 9.30, we uh, we may have a guest, and then we may not. If not, we'll talk about Jordan Spieth's win last week. So uh, that'll be fun stuff. But now, yesterday, I had the... Um, uh-oh, I just knocked something off of your... You unplugged my computer. It's okay. Oh, sorry. We're all good. I had the... Uh, benefit i had the um i think it's an honor sir. honor thing i was looking for honor i had the honor to announce all the players on the first tee so let me ask you before we get into this and we've got some audio we're going to play who approached you with this idea or did you seek out this job did you because you're a member out here at Los cleanest country club and so was that something that you did like kind of pull some strings or did they oh, no. approach you they called me and, uh, Who is they? They was uh, Justin Bevier Beaver. I don't know how he pronounced his last name. I love Justin, but it's Justin something. And uh, Justin said, hey, I need somebody to work the first tee, announce players. Can you do it? And they thought, with your broadcasting chops, you're the perfect man for the job. <laughs> well, you know... The benefit of doing the Champions, they must not listen much. The Champions <laughs> Tour slash the Celebrities, there aren't that many names to uh, you, you know what? I, mess and, up. I mean, we did kind of go through a little bit of the list a couple weeks back when you told me you were going to do this, and you nailed the the few that. There's not many. We're a little there's, confusing. A lo- there's a lot of Jack Wagners and Joe Carters, man, and Kyle Fullers, and those are easy. And the and there's. There's not that many. I mean, the South Koreans that are in the field are the Y.E. Yangs and the Charlie Wees. They're Did not hard. Did you get uh, Gabriel 
Hjordstedt? No, he teed off on the 10th tee, Good. but I I'm, knew his name because I'm, I'm a golf guy, and so uh, so I know him. But um, So I, that part wasn't hard. Um, it was kind of fun. I know I know some of the guys on the PGA on the Champions Tour because I've been doing this for 24 years. So that was fun seeing some of the guys. The funniest one that happened to me is I'm sitting there in the second group. So I'm a little nervous, right? First group went okay. There was nobody there. And all, and a crowd just comes. And here comes Tony Romo in the group. And, of course, I must say some good things and some bad things about Tony because there are good things and bad things. Um, they're trying to get a team picture, and I'm trying to keep everybody on time. The guy who's trying to tell me what to do, his name's Fig. Fig's like saying, make sure we're on time, make sure we're on time. we got to get on time, got to get on time. Okay. And um, and so the three guys he's playing with are on the tee waiting, and sure enough, no Tony. And crowd's getting bigger, and crowd's getting bigger. And all of a sudden, in the back of me, somebody slaps me in the ass and says, try not to F this up. And it was Tony. I was like, I don't know if he knew who I was or I. he does that to everybody. But, and all of a sudden, Fig looks at me and goes, it's time. And I'm cracking myself up here. It's like, Tony Romo just slapped me in the butt and told me not to F up. And, uh, but he was actually a really nice guy. He was fun. Hits the ball a mile. Um, and Tony's he, a good player. Yeah, he is. Um, there was one guy, by the way, hit the ball longer than anybody I've ever seen. And I, he's a baseball player, and I'm not the best in baseball, but let me tell you who it was. By the way, Jeremy Roenick looks like a, looks like he should be. You, If you slapped bolts on his neck, he'd be Frankenstein. I he's mean, a mutant. Uh, uh, where is it? It begins with a B. Um, Josh, guy, Josh Beckett? Oh, good Lord. Yeah. I, funny, I, funny story. Josh Beckett, yesterday I watched him come in on 9 and I'm standing there, and the, it, it, as you know, the wind's blowing really hard. Well, I feel this thing come up and hit my foot, and I look down, and it's an autographed Josh Beckett baseball card. I guess somebody got his autograph somewhere out here yesterday. and maybe Lost it, his card? Yeah, I guess it fell out of their pocket or something. I stood there and kind of looked around to see if somebody had dropped it, and nobody dropped it, so I've got a Josh Beckett autographed baseball card. So if you were at the Club Gorm Classic yesterday and you lost a Josh Beckett autographed baseball card, call me. I have it. I, I will Twitter's tell you. about to blow up. So one of the funniest things, so Jeremy Roenick is playing with Marty Turco. Mm -hmm. And Marty knows us. He's a big P1. So uh, Marty comes over and starts talking to me. Hey, how are you? Good to see you. I need to go play some golf. How's Rick doing? How's Eli doing? And, you know, talking about everything. And he walks away, and Jeremy Roenick comes in. They're paired together. And Jeremy, they have an afternoon tea time. And the wind is blowing. And Jeremy, who, by the way, looks like... He could be the number one hitman for the Gambino. Yes. Family, right. I mean, this guy of all the guys, he. I fear him. I mean, he's. I fear him. He's. Good lord, that guy scared me. I can up. tell you, there probably weren't a lot of guys in the NHL that weren't intimidated by him. And he comes up to me and he starts bitching because he goes, "I got screwed." He goes, "What do you mean?" He goes. There's only about five people who can win this thing. And 
I'm the only one who got an afternoon damn tea time. And he starts going through, Romo can win this damn thing, and Annika can win this thing, and, and he's going through and he goes, what the hell were they doing giving me a damn afternoon tea time against these guys? I've got no chance against these guys because of that. It's screwed. And I'm like, okay, just don't kill me because I didn't have anything yeah, to do with this. Please. I mean, he – I fear that guy. I've, I've never – look, I play golf. I played a lot of golf in my life with Tony Casillas, who's a big guy. He's a big guy, right? I mean, I, ain't nothing like Jeremy Roenick. That guy – Ronick also has um, the air about him that his given esser broke a long time ago, and he's got the very grizzled hockey mug as well. Where yes. I don't really think it's going to matter if someone you know like cuts him under his eye or bloodies his nose. He probably just thrives off seeing his own blood. It's probably one of those guys. Uh, biggest biggest uh, gallery was not Tony Romo. For me, it was two Champions Tour players, Anthony Anderson and Larry the Cable Guy. Yeah. Daly played with him, didn't he? John Daly, that's exactly what it yeah, was. And that's that, why that would be John a, Daly, Anthony Anderson, and Larry the Cable Guy. And Larry the Cable Guy, I didn't bring it, but Larry the Cable Guy, every human being that was anywhere near him was putting a hat clip on a if you had a hat on a hat a hat clip that said get her done get her done so uh, he put one right on mine says you don't take that off and I said okay okay so it was really fun uh, I had a really good time um, by the way I've got a hot sports opinion oh well here we go do we have some fanfare for this Jay what's that no. Do we have some? <laughs> do we have some? I was Craig talking to the Dodfather. <laughs> Craig says he has a hot sports opinion. I, I asked if we had some fanfare for his hot sports opinion. Oh, I can easily do that. Of course. Mm. Thank you. Here we go. And now here's Craig Rosengarten with a hot sports opinion. So, one of the guys, uh, one of the caddies that uh, staying with me is a uh, played the pro am with Kyle Fuller. Okay. Kyle Fuller is a cornerback for a free agent quarterback in the NFL. No agent. Got made the Pro Bowl in 2018 and 2019. Not not old. He's right at 30. Got his sights on playing for Dallas. He told you this inside information as you were announcing him on the team? Might have been at a different time than being on the team. Okay. But, yes, I'm going to say... Depending on what happens to Kevin Joseph. Kelvin Joseph. Kelvin Joseph, thank you. I'm just cracking current up all day today, right? Aren't I? Yeah. I'm going to say Kyle Fuller, maybe a Dallas Cowboy. Okay. You heard it here first on the tee box. 8 to 10 Saturday mornings. Craig Rosengarten predicting that, in fact, Kyle Fuller will be a member of the Dallas Cowboys in 2022. Yes. Very good. I'm sticking with yeah. it. Yeah. All right, we'll talk more champions. <laughs> we'll talk more champions tour at uh, um, 8:50. Uh, coming up next. By the way, this segment was brought to you by Arlington Golf. Arlington Golf Courses. They had the Corn Ferry Tour last week and uh, had a great turnout. Everybody said that it was really, really fun. I don't yep. know if you went out there, but uh, really was uh, showed well. So uh, congrats to them and the Texas Rangers Golf Club. All right, coming up next, we'll do the leaderboards as we got a real cool team of. 
team event going on. But first, let's talk about the PGA Tour Superstores. So we were there last week. Yep, last week. And I spent a small fortune. I've lost quite a bit of weight in the last few months, and I needed a new wardrobe, and I got one yet last week because, first off, they have everything. If you need if you need golf apparel, you need golf hats, you need clothes, you need anything. Windbreaker. Windbreakers, <laughs> brain gear, they've got it. And if you have equipment, if you need equipment, they've got that. They have everything. And I went up there and I spent my money. And then when when I went and checked out, I said T box, and I got fifty dollars off my two hundred fifty dollars. Yeah, buddy. Didn't matter what was in that package of I of like what I got. They took $50 off that 250 So you need to go to PGA Tour Superstore and get anything you need because they have everything that's golf, everything. Tennis also, if you're into that. If you're pickleball, if you're kind of into that. But uh, they even have the new Tag Heuer Golf Watch. Yes. You know, if you need one of those. They have everything. By the way, you get $50 off. Tag Heuer doesn't discount anything. They have the new Callaway driver. They got the new TaylorMade driver. It's the only place you can get $50 off by mentioning the T-Box at the end. Go to PGA Tour Superstore and mention the T-Box at the end. If they don't have it, you don't need it. Do it. And Sports Radio 96.7 and 1310, The Ticket. All right, 834, Sports Radio 96.7 and 1310, The Ticket. It's the T-Box, Eli Jordan, Craig Rosengarten. Live this morning from the Club Corb Classic at Las Colinas Country Club, where the wind she be a-blowin'. It is a Champions Tour event with some celebrities as well. So if you get a chance to come out today, uh, I'll be out here most of the afternoon. I'm not sure Are if you? you're planning on sticking around after the show or if you're going to head out. But I think uh, the fiance is going to come out here and meet me, and we're going to tool around a little bit. But, how yeah, much, it's a really, really fun field. How much time we got to the wedding? Mm, 50 days as of yesterday. 50 days. Yep. 55-0. Yeah. Hey, uh, by the way, this segment is brought to you by the greatness of Arcus Golf. Yes, yes. And uh, the greatness of Cowboys. And they're doing redoing Lantana. They're redoing Gentle Creek. Speak some good stuff. So. Nice. So do you want to get to our PGA leaderboard, or do we want to start with Champions Tour leaderboard? We'll do Champions Tour at 850. Okay, let's do that. Let's do the uh, the PGA Tour, because we always do that at 830. And uh, it's one of my favorite weeks of the year, because they do this little team thing. Which is a very, it's a cool event just because I think the the PGA Tour, I feel like they need a couple more of these kind of one-off type events like yeah. this. Yeah, and I like it, but God, the the teams, when we go through the leaderboard now, Xander Shoffley and Patrick Cantley are leading. With and a 59 in the opening round and a 68 yesterday. So they did best ball first day, shot 59. And, and that just goes to show you it's the first ever 59 at uh, the Zurich for the team event. Still shows you how hard shooting a 59 is. Yes. There, there are two top, you know, what, 25 players in the world, and it took a best ball for them to do it. I'll give you a little hint of who's staying with me at, at one of the caddies. His first week ever caddying for the person he's with now shot a 59. Really? And uh, Okay. That kind of narrows it down. And it even better, missed the – Missed the last six cuts when he hired when they when he moved over to his bag, so he didn't know what to do. Um, but it just goes to show you how flipping hard it is to shoot a 59. We all talked about hey, 59, 59 watch. These guys, Patrick Cantley and Xander Shoffley, two top ten players in the world, did it on a best ball, and 
Xander says I'm counting it. He says he's counting it, huh? He's counting it. Okay. So uh, he played. And what's disappointing to me is I, I love this event. I think the team event's fun. I wish they'd do a scramble one day. But they're doing foursomes and, uh, and best ball. Foursomes is alternate shot. Yes. But now let's go through the leaderboard. So you in first is Xander and Patrick. Then you have Aaron Rye and David Lipsky. It's a little muddled for those next couple of groups. Doc Redman and Sam Ryder. Wyndham Clark and Cameron Tringali. Garrett Higo and Brandon Grace. Tied for six, you got Jason Scrivener, Jason Day. Jason Day has missed last four or five cuts. Boy, and, I'll, and I could not pick Jason Scrivener out of a lineup. Yeah, I'm not sure. It was Zero he, chance. I'm not sure the E is not silent, though, either. So I'd say Scrivener. Yeah, he could walk up right now and just kick me in the groin, and I would have <laughs> no idea who he is. Tied for six was my pick. Um, so at least I got one team up there. It's Sam Burns and Billy Horschel. Yeah, and they're only three back. Um, so, yeah. But then you get an eighth place. You get Calum, Taron, and David Skin. I'm guessing that's Callum. I'm guessing it's Callum, Taron. What would I say? Calum. Callum, Taron, yes. Indeed. Yep. And then uh, tied for eighth, you got Russell Knox and Brian Stewart. I, I gave them a, a, a sneak peek, but uh, I don't know. It, this is tough, man. I, I You know, the teams that I thought were going to do well, I mean, you had Cameron Smith and Mark Leishman. And uh, I thought they would be good. Scott Brown and Kevin Kipner. Scott Brown plays this event really, really, really well, um, whoever's with. And then let's get down to the team everybody was looking for, right? By the way, Justin Rose is playing with Henrik Stenson. Um, they made the cut. That's all you can say about them. Colin Morcala and Victor Hovland had to be the favorites, right? Of this? Mm, I don't know. Well, yeah, probably. And they're, uh, they're, they're nine under tied for 26. Will Zaltoris is tied for 26. He's at 9 He's playing with Davis Riley. <sighs> Making the cut on the number. Scotty Scheffler and Ryan Palmer. Now, Ryan Palmer, I don't know how he does it, but he play, He finds guys to play with in this event. He was no play, doubt. Play every every John, year. Played with John Rahm. He's won this thing before. What kind of bribes is he using, you think, to get these guys to play with him? Let me tell you something about Ryan Palmer. He's one of the nicest, most fun guys you'll ever meet. And yes. So I can understand, even though Ryan's probably twice Scotty's age, I can see wanting to play with Ryan Palmer. I really can. Oh, but, I, I um, agree. But you would think if you're Scotty Scheffler, how are you not calling Will and saying, hey, man, let's go wreck this Yeah, thing. or somebody played with at Texas. Right. You know, or, uh, you know, I, yes, yes. Calling Roy McElroy, hey, me and you together, yeah, we let's, kill this Let's thing. go crush this thing. But um, but yeah, and so I I'm not taking him away. I, I'm not taking anything away from him. Playing Ryan no, Palmer. of course not. By Ryan the way, they, a good player. By the way, they do both work out with Troy Van Beesen. That's true. So maybe there's a connection. They're working out together all the time. Well, I, mean, I, I think, don't know. I how think Ra- that is your connection. Yes, I, I don't know how Ryan, how John Rom, or Ryan Palmer found John Rom when he played with John Rom last year. But hey, look, more power to him. He's obviously a cool guy. Um, Sadly, an Aggie, but I didn't have anything against Aggies until they got into the SEC. Now they're comp- now they're an enemy. Yeah. So are they? To me, they are. Yeah. No, they're not even our conference. I think they, we play them this year. Georgia does. So anyway, there is it at A&M. Man, I gotta look that. If up. it is, you need to go. Have uh, you, have you been go. to a game there before? 
at Texas A&M. Yeah, College Station. I've been to one Texas A&M game. I watched them in the Sugar Bowl play Ohio but, State. But have you been to a game in College Station? No. Then if they play there this year, you need to go. I will. I mark it down. As long as my wife says yes. Awesome. Because she's become a very big Georgia fan, so I, you know, she has to say yes as well. But yes, I'm in. Missing the cut. <sighs> you know, I, I, I a lot, love a lot this of heavy deep sighing over there. I, I love this event, but it doesn't seem like the marquee names are popping out to me. Tommy Fleetwood and Sergio Garcia missed a cut. How about how about two gloves Tommy Ganey and Robert Garrigus leading after round one and then imploding for 78 yesterday to miss the cut? 61-78. How do you shoot 78 with your two pros? Pretty impressive. Wow. Nah, pretty impressive. Alternate shot. That can... That was that was going to be pretty sweet, though, if Robert Garrigus somehow hung around there towards the top of the leaderboard, given that he was yes. the first name leaked this week associated with that we may talk Saudi a little, league. We may take a look, uh, t- talk about that a little bit at uh, 9.30 as our news notes because uh, there has been some news on the Saudi thing. Um, whoa. Little, little gust from the gods there, Rome's. <laughs> but uh, Robert Garrigus did ask for a permission to play in the Saudi event in England, the first one. And he has very limited status. Um, he hasn't been very relevant in a long time. Robert Garrigus. If he ever was. Wasn't he, uh, the, the two things I think Robert Garrigus is sort of famous for, didn't he have like a 31-inch putter for a while that he used? I just remember he used to hit the ball a long way. And I believe he also kind of was one of the first guys that, came out in support of PGA Tour players being able to smoke the pods. I wouldn't put that past any of them. I think he was one of those guys. But by could the way, be wrong on that. You can correct me if, if I am. But it's not. In the, by the way, uh, Kelly Kraft and Kevin Tway, two local guys, they missed a cut. Um, okay. Mito Pereira and Joaquin Neiman. My other pick this week. Yeah, that's a tough one, pal. I just thought these guys together, they're both from Chile. They've both been playing really, really well. They grew up together, even though Pereira's a little bit older. Um, Get to play together on something like this. I thought, yes, watch this. And they withdrew because Mito Pereira has a bad back. Mm, Yeah, that's a stinger. So so I, I wouldn't tell you not to watch this today but i'm gonna say the champions tour with the celebrities may be a little bit more fun on tv yeah i mean it, it definitely is because i look i i i was really really surprised how good the celebrities were most of them i mean uh even larry Cab- cable guy hit a really good tee shot off the first yeah hole. no i think he's about a 12 handicap which is pretty solid still i mean to marcus Ware, if you know Anything about the number 10th hole on Las Colinas Country Club. Even one of the caddies staying with me said, I didn't even know there was water on the right side. I mean, the water is, what, 60 yards to the right of the fairway? DeMarcus Ware hit the ball, I mean, 200 yards into the middle of that lake. (laughs) 
with a mighty, mighty swing. Well, it looks. Well, Craig, breaking news as it looks like Demarcus Ware has overcorrected from yesterday's swing as he is way left into the trees on the opposite side of the fairway today. I just he just teed off on ten about five minutes ago, and so. Oh, is that right? Yeah, you can see him down there on the left. Obviously, he did not want to make the same mistake, so he pulled one left of the cart path today. By the way, he was awesome on the air last week. Yes, he was. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, a, um, converted big fan. I was always a big fan of his, and, uh, yeah, last week just cemented that for me. Yeah, what a, what a nice guy, good interview, and wish him, uh, wish him good luck out there today, but, yeah. Hey, he's not in the water off the first tee today, so we're good. There you go. He is in the trees, though. By the way, one of my, my childhood I wouldn't say childhood, but when I was growing up, I loved Mickey Tattleton when he played for the Orioles. He was a jovial, he was a jovial, jovial guy on the tee yesterday. He was playing with Alfonso Ribeiro. Mm-hmm. Um, and if you put a white beard on him, he could be Santa Claus. He's a big dude. He is a big boy. I, I was telling you, and you know, before uh, the show started that, do you think there's any chance in hell that Mickey Tettleton, let's say back when he was playing with the Rangers, Tigers, whatever, in his playing days, you think he ever in a million years thought he would ever be playing golf with Carlton from the Fresh Prince? So he yesterday, any chance that it had ever crossed his mind so up until maybe two weeks ago? So they're all worried about pace of play, right? So they told me on the announcing, when you announce the the players from the uh, from the Champions Tour, just say where they're from. So basically, I'd say you know now from Dallas, Texas, Harrison Frazier. But when you get to the celebrities. Just mention their names. So nobody had a problem with it. And I, I put some bits in there. Um, the one bit I did. Now on the first tee. Past champion of Dancing with the Stars, Emmett Smith. Got a big laugh from the crowd. Emmett never even turned around because I'm, sh- I'm, I'm thinking somebody probably did that bit with him before. Could be. Either that or he was just... He didn't want you to see the war eyes that were just building within him <laughs> as he was preparing to remove your head from your body. Emmett's a good guy. He's a really, really good guy. He, I mean, but but that, I, it is funny that you used that that note for his for his T announcement yes. rather than you know like NFL's yes, all time right. leading rusher. That's, why, that's you know, what I thought it'd be funny. Kind I mean, of what he's known. My for, wife, but, when every time my wife sees Emmett Smith, he goes. He won Dancing with the Stars. Season 14 champion of Dancing with the well, I Stars. I didn't know see what season I, I already that, used that. that. That was a total guess. I have no idea. Um, but Marty Fish, by the way. Marty Fish. Uh, Tennis player, yeah. Yes. Um, he's a good player, too. He was trying to wear, drive one of the fat scooters, P-H-A-T scooters, and uh, fell off it. And everybody's worried about how he's doing, whatever. So when I introduced him, I said, uh, now on the T, expert cart driver marty fish and everybody laughed because everybody's been asking he goes i'm fine what's wrong and he looked at me like he wanted to kill me with a smile on his face though but when alvando rivero gets up now i said you know now on the first tee from so-and-so i did the champions tour and i said now on the first tee alfonso rivero and he turns around to me what i don't even get a town or nothing town or nothing and i i wanted to say well do a dance for me and i'll I'll," oh man but i just god yeah i don't I, I didn't want to egg him on, and I understand that that's kind of kind of his bit, and that's kind of what made him yep. likable and famous, and he does it everywhere he goes. But boy, 
I bet that is a colossal ass whip. People asking him to do that dance and all this. Uh, he, he has to just go, oh, my God, again. I've got to do it again. Oh, my God. I mean, like every time. I'm going to say he's a really good sport, though. Oh, of he's, course. I mean, yeah. he has signed more autographs and taken more pictures with people than anybody I've ever seen. And somebody like that, I'm not sure. Not to take anything away from Alfonso Ribeiro. What's an autograph of off? Alfonso Ribeiro do for you? I don't know. I mean, people, people like, what's an autograph of anybody do for you, really? I mean, you know, unless it's Tiger Woods or Mickey Mantle or, you know, somebody that's a real transcendent type athlete or celebrity. But, you know, it's funny. I actually got a text message from a, a gal yesterday. after a gal? I, I, I posted a, gal. a picture of Alfonso Ribeiro teeing off on 10 out here yesterday on my Instagram, and she messaged me and said, it's weird he played down at Hidden Creek in Burleson the other day. As her father, I guess, is one of the marshals there. And I was uh-huh. like, really, of all the random places for him to decide to play <laughs> while he was in town, Hidden Creek down in Burleson. I, Nothing wrong with Hidden Creek. No, not at all. Yep. But, I mean, you know, you, you would think that he might have some connections to maybe try and sneak on, oh, I don't know, like Colonial or, you know. Yep. Yep. But, anyway. All right, well, let's get into more of the Club Corp Classic next because there is a leaderboard. There's two leaderboards. Yes. And they're fun. And there's a local guy who's leading one of them. We'll get into that next. On Sports Radio 96.7 and 1310, The Ticket. 8.57 on The Ticket. We got the tee box out at the Club Corp Classic. Presented by the Choctaw Casino and Resorts and Avid Golfer and the tee box and Eli's mom. Okay. Yeah, why not? By the way, uh, wish my mom uh, get well. Oh, no. Shout out. You had a little uh, food poisoning this week. Oh, man, oh. that is the worst. And, uh, Awful. I've never heard her. My mother loves her kids and her grandkids like anything. And whenever she, and whenever she lives for us to call her, any of us, and three times this week, I called her to see how she was doing, and she goes, "Craig, I love you, but I can't talk right now." Yep. I just, I just can't talk. It's like that's never happened. Wow. Ever. Dude, that food poisoning—it'll, it'll strip you of just about every liquid in your body and all of your energy as well. So she's feeling better now. So glad she's feeling better. Good. Shout out to my mom too. Yeah. Why not? Hello, moms. Okay, so let's, um, let's do the. Champions Tour leaderboard first. I'll let you handle that, yeah. And then we can go into the celebrities. The celebrities. And we'll do this one quick. Jerry Kelly shot five under. By the way, the wind was blowing so hard yesterday. Five under rocks. Yeah, that's a good but score. almost everybody who teed off and is in the top ten, almost every single one of them teed off in the morning yesterday. The afternoon just blew, and it was hard. And there were certain holes. It was hard to keep the ball on the green. It was hard. Mm-hmm. It was really, really hard. Um, Woody Austin, who was actually fun. Um, by the way, you know what a Woody is in the world of the Champions Tour when you pull a Woody? No, it's not that. <laughs> the pulling a Woody is all three guys hit the green on the par three, and the two furthest away make their putts for birdie, and the guy who was closest misses his. That's a Woody. Why is it called that? No idea. Okay. But called a Woody. What's up, guys? Um, Scott Peril and Gene Towers also tied for second. Ken Dukes, 
uh, is three under today. Sweet swinging Kenny Duke. He's three under today. Um, by the way, I'm I'm floored. I'm saying this quiet because these guys are all professional athletes. These Champions Tour players, mm -hmm. and they're all playing for a lot of money. I can't believe how grossly out of shape a lot of them are. Well, I mean. A lot of these guys enjoy their retirement. A lot of these guys have made a big bag of money, and you know and they're still playing for it. Why not keep yourself in shape? Well, I mean, I don't. I, okay, I mean, I, I don't want you to be specific here, but I didn't see a lot of guys out there yesterday that you know just looked like they had completely let themselves go. I mean, the guys that were bigger guys on tour, John Daly, Tim Heron, I mean, they're still bigger guys. I used to play basketball with Mark Kalkovecchia. Okay. By the way, yesterday was his 1,000th event as a on the PGA a tour. Prof yeah, professional, professional event. Professional yeah. event. So they gave him a cake on the first hole and everything. So what you're saying is he probably should have opted for like a fruit basket instead of the cake? I'm going to say that he wouldn't have eaten the fruit basket. If God. He healthy. Look at you, man. I'm an Adonis. You know, boy, <laughs> Stop so, that. That was wrong. So, that was a joke. You're so pompous now. I'm with not pompous. I'm just weight loss. I'm just, man, if you're playing, a, if you're a professional athlete, I just, I don't know. But I probably shouldn't say anything. You're right. They're way better than I am and for something. Um, Kyle Montgomery's out here. All right, you want a funny story about Kyle Montgomery? See, I feel like Colin Montgomery's slimmer than he was when he was on so the Kyle PGA. Montgomery, they say, always hangs out in the caddy room and has lunch with him or dinner with him. And they think it's because he goes and eats in the players' lounge and then he wants to go eat another meal, but he doesn't want anybody to know that he ate the second meal, so he goes to the player. Okay. <laughs> I'm, I'm going with it. It's pretty good. Um he was he was actually fine until until it was time to hit. He he was jovial and stuff. They all are. They're all having a good time out there. So. And, and you know, and the one great thing about this event, and again, I was only out here a couple of hours yesterday, but you, it's it's a little more intimate. There's not quite as many people as when you go to say Colonial or the Nelson. Yep. It's not quite as full throttle. There aren't you know just people falling down, hammered everywhere like you know if you go to Colonial or Nelson. Right. Um. You get a little closer to the players. You get a little closer to the celebrities. They only allowed a limited number of tickets out here yeah. uh, per day. I think so, there's still tickets available. Too, yes, there so. are. Yeah, absolutely. And so, yeah, I mean, it's 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 actually just in the couple hours I was out here yesterday. Like it's it's very laid back. It's very relaxed. It's a lot more intimate, and it's it's fun. I mean, I was you know I, I only spent a couple hours here, but I really enjoyed it the couple hours I was out. And like I said, going to spend some more time out here this afternoon, but I really enjoyed it. So come on out. Yeah, get out of here. By the way, uh, John Daly shot one over. Not terrible. No, uh, not in that wind. Not in that wind. Paul and, and this is also a course that a lot of these guys probably never even heard of until six months ago. Paul Stankowski, huge fan of the ticket in the tee box. Saw Stanky the and other day. One of my favorite people. Gave me a hug on the first tee. Um, he shot even part. Again, not a terrible round out here. Corey Pavin, who's a member out here, he shot even. Um, let's see anybody else. Mark Kalkovecchia shot uh, one over. So... Congratulations to him on his 1,000th event. That's a lot of events. After you insulted him for five minutes. Y.E. Yang shot five over. He's a member out here, too. Um, <laughs> it was hard in the afternoon, man. Harrison Frazier shot five over. He was a sponsor's exemption. Big fan of his. Uh, David Frost shot 79. Robert Allenby shot 78. Um, 
<coughs> they both had afternoon tee times, and it was hard. You bet. It was flipping hard. So, um, okay, let's go to the celebrities. And you have that. I do, I do. Leading the way on the celebrity side of things, and again, this is a uh, Stableford scoring system they're using, so they amass points based off par, birdie, eagle, double eagle. Leading the way, one Antonio Ramiro Romo. You might better know him as Tony. Romes. Detones Romes, that's right. With 37 points yesterday, Tony Romo leading the way. He, uh, he does not tee off until uh, 12.57 this afternoon. So we will see if he's able to uh, hold that lead. Of course, he played earlier yesterday, which was a major benefit, as you mentioned, the wind blowing yep. really, really hard yesterday afternoon. Um, in second right now with six points, he's through eight holes so far today. I'm sorry, through six holes so far today with eight points amassed is Bud Norris. Are you familiar with Bud Norris? He's a rel- relief pitcher, Yes, right? he was yeah. a pitcher. Yep, yep, that's correct. Yep. And you mentioned this guy just a moment ago, Marty Fish. He is in third with 34 points. He plays with Tony this afternoon. Left A lefty, and uh, he, he can hit it. He mails it? Yes, he can hit it. He's playing with, uh, with Romo today at 12.57. And then tied for fourth. Okay. And this is a little bit of a shock because yesterday, when I did make it out here about 1.30, I happened to get right up here to the main congregation area by number nine green, ten tee box, one tee box. And I happened to catch Alfonso Ribeiro teeing off on number ten. He can hit it. He hits it. I'm wow. telling you. Okay, so here's the deal. It looked to me like Alfonso was running a little hot. He got to the first to, to, to the ten tee box. And he was taking his practice swings, and there may have been, despite his squeaky clean Carlton-like image, he had a couple of expletives come flying out there. I think he was a little upset about maybe something he had either done on nine or maybe just his overall front nine. But Alfonso Ribeiro hanging in there, tied for fourth. That's awesome. With 33 points. He's four behind Romo. That's awesome. So guess who he's tied with? I have no idea. So two other players, one of which is Mark Mulder, who is a perennial favorite for all of these celebrity events. By the way, he very uh, good player. He's got his 13-year-old son on the bag, and uh, most polite kid. And so when I introduced him on the tee, I did not introduce Mark Mulder. I I introduced his son Xander. Xander Mulder. Yes. I like that. It's got a nice ring to yeah. it. So yep. Mark Mulder tied for fourth with Alfonso Ribeiro and one other player, Annika Sorenstam. Yeah. They, they were, I mean, she's good. She she was very personable to everybody yesterday, too. She was, uh, she's really, she gets it. She definitely gets it. Oh, absolutely. Where is Jeremy? Still a hell of a player, Rodick. though. Let's see. Well, first, tied for eighth, our buddy Mark uh, Marty Turco, along with Mark Rippin, tied for eighth with John Smoltz, Adam Thielen, and Mickey Tettleton. Wow. Darren Williams, former way, Utah Jazz and way, Mavs great, tied for 13th. Uh, Mark Rippin is a giant human yeah, being. Yeah, big guy. Never sure. underst- never knew that. Big guy. So in a tie for 17th, you had asked about our good friend Jeremy Roenick. He is tied for 17th with one Jack Wagner. And the person responsible for one of my fondest childhood memories, Joe Carter. World Joe Series MVP. Carter is fun as hell. That guy gets it too. He is just—he's out here having a blast, um, and uh, he's fun. He is really, really fun. So uh, I root for him now, even though um, 
He never played on one of my teams, but I root for him. He was really, really fun. I hope Jeremy Roenick plays better today because he may bomb this place if he doesn't win. He, he <laughs> just, good Lord, that guy is special. He really is. Well, he's not completely out of it. Tied for 17. Who's in last place? Let's check and see. Well, just a couple other notables here quickly. Pudge Rodriguez tied for 23rd. Kenny Rogers, former Rangers great, tied for 26th, along uh, with another former lefty, John Lester. Tim Brown, local guy, also tied for 26th. Let's see. You mentioned that Josh Beckett really sends it as well. He yes. is tied for 32nd with Ray Allen and Mike Flasky, who is the uh, one of the tournament directors who runs the yep. the event. And in last place, I hate to say this. We know. Go ahead. Two points behind Anthony Anderson is our good friend. Dan Marino. DeMarcus. No, not Dan Marino. <laughs> <laughs> our good friend DeMarcus Ware with a total of 11 points through he's 19 got a, holes of He's play. got positive points? He has 11 points. Okay. Okay, good for him. Who, all right, so he's two points away from Anthony Anderson. He's two points right now, two points behind Anthony Anderson, and, and then, he's on the course. And then who's before? Who's in front of Anthony Anderson? Brian Erlacher tied er, in a solo 42nd place. He's got 19 points. He is eight clear of Demarcus Ware. Well, it's kind of a two-horse race. It looks like between <laughs> Anthony Anderson and Demarcus Ware for low medalist honors here. Let's root for Demarcus Ware. Demarcus Ware did not beat uh, Charles Barkley this year at the Celebrity tournament out of Tahoe. So. Yeah, well, he's uh, he's, but he's got the right attitude. Like he said last week, he's a work in progress, so we'll see how it goes. And we should also mention our uh, April cover story feature, Larry the Cable Guy, currently tied for 39th with 22 points. All right, who's he, who's he need to just do well to just get ahead of? Who's right in front of him? Kevin Millar. No, uh, he's tied with Kevin Millar, and then Greg Maddox is one Tied with Kevin Millar? Mm-hmm. Well, Kevin Millar's got a nice golf swing. Yeah. Hey, I'm telling you, that wind yesterday, I mean, it, it can, it's liable to do anything. And, you know, there's some decent players that are kind of towards the bottom third yeah. of that list that you would have think would, you uh, would have thought would have done better. But, yeah, the wind is just brutal out there. Yep. Yep. All right. That is a little bit of uh, Champions Tour stuff. You should come out. If you don't come out, go watch it on TV because it's really, really fun. Yeah, and if you come out, come find me. We'll have a have a nice oat soda together a what an oat soda what's an oat soda a beer oh okay all right coming up next something happened to me on the golf course this week that uh never happened to me before but when it happened to rick when something like this happened to rick it was my greatest e-break talk about it next but first let's talk about the greatness of pure swing golf you and i got to go play golf with anthony broussard last week we did here and uh, he noticed, as we were playing, he says, look, your putting's bad. I was like, no ass. My <laughs> yeah. putting is bad. It didn't really take him long to diagnose but that he, problem. But he gave, me a, he gave me a lesson. He said, let's have a putting lesson. And he changed my grip, and he worked on what it needed to do. And the greatest thing about Anthony, when he's given lessons, is, and he doesn't do that. He didn't do it just with me. He does it with everybody. He started to text me examples of pros who were using the same putting stroke that I, he wanted me to use. Look at look at this. Look at Lauren Roberts do it this way. Look at this person do it this way. Look how it's going in this way. And so the next time I went out and played, I used the I, I worked on it and I used the putting stroke and it was unbelievable how much better I was. 
And that's what you get when you go to Pure Swing Golf. Those guys know what they're doing. They have all the expert um, uh, equipment that you need to make you play really, really, really well. Get your game in order. And, uh, and they're really good at what they do, and they're really personable, so they're really fun to work with. So just go to Pure Swing Golf, pureswinggolf.com, and go set a lesson. I guarantee you that when you take a lesson from them, it's going to work out. It's going to make your game better. It's going to improve. And they've got great bays. It's a great place to go. You just It's, it's like hanging out at a really cool place to, and get your game better. So go to pureswinggolf.com. You don't need to go to Anthony. You can go to any of their instructors. They're all really, really, really good. And you will get better. pureswinggolf.com. And Sports Radio 96.7 and 1310, The Tick. Hey, so we're having another event May 8th. And uh, y'all can play going to be a lot of fun it's uh it's at Tangeridge golf club and uh it's may 8th at two o'clock it's uh, 150 bucks but for 150 bucks you get a, a lot of fun you get around you get dinner you get a really good gift pack um, we're doing two tickets to the buyer nelson which are 70 dollars this year 75 i think 75 yeah, I think yeah so. So that's 150 dollars right there plus we've got these new really cool tumblers they're like yeti like mugs but they have bluetooth speakers in them so uh, they're actually really cool. And uh, you get one of those, and you get a Avid Golfer shirt and uh, some other real goodies. So uh, go to myavidgolfer.com. It's listed up there. You click it on, and uh, we've still got some spots available. We're going to keep it smaller since it's Mother's Day. But if, you don't have, if Mother's not in town, don't have anything to do, come hang with us. Yep. So uh, myavidgolfer.com. Go see it. All right. At 930, we've got news and notes. And uh, talk about Mr. Spieth and talk about some of uh, that Saudi tour or whatever the hell they're going on. And we may give you an update on the leaderboards. But first. So, as I've gotten older and the fact that we work every Saturday morning, it takes a little bit of time off during the week. And on Thursday afternoons, I play a regular round of golf with my pals. Go out at 2 o'clock and uh, get done by six, get home for dinner with my wife, and nobody misses me. And I get to work till two o'clock on Thursdays, and so are 1.30. And uh, I have a nice group of guys who I play with, um, any, ranging anywhere from four handicap to 18 handicap. So, you know, that's a great thing about golf, right? You don't need to play with somebody who's exactly like you because you can handicap anything. You can play with with guys are different levels. No doubt. It's supposed to even the playing field. And it does. If you gamble and you do it for a long enough and you keep and you're honest with your handicap, then things will always even out. So I'm playing and we get to play. Uh, Club Corp set us up over at Hackberry Creek. Playing at Hackberry Creek. Kind of get my, myself to review the course and do whatever. And it's blowing and windy as hell. So we get to the third hole. And I've got about a 12-foot putt. And so I'm, I mark it and I'm waiting. And, and my friend Randy. Now, Randy is a 17 handicap. But Randy hits the ball better than a 17 handicap. Randy's short game is off. Okay. I mean, from 50 yards out, he'll putt it. <laughs> All right. Sometimes that works. Sometimes it doesn't, and that's the problem with Randy being a 17 handicap. He'll make seven or eight pars on you out of nowhere because he'll putt from 60 yards out and and make par. 
and uh, and 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 he hits the ball pretty good. I mean, it's, he he hits the ball. But Randy, on his third shot on a par five, number three at Hackberry Creek, puts the ball in the bunker on the right side. And so he goes and hits his bunker shot, and sure enough, leaves the ball in the bunker. So Randy doesn't get angry, which is, I mean, Randy's just got a very, very even temperament. Randy hits another shot out of the bunker, leaves it in there. Okay, so we're moving moving some sand at this point. And I said, okay, Randy's probably done. And so I decide to start looking at my putt, getting ready to try to make it, because I got straight downhiller and it's blowing. And all of a sudden, I hear, oh, no, and a scald ball hits me right in the back of the head. Oh, that's nice. I mean, pounds me, puts me down. Any blood? It hits me right here, like right on the, you know how like the bottom of your hat's got a little bit of extra padding? Yes. Just as a little liner, but you can see the bump right here, if you can still see it. Um... You might not be able to see it because of the headphones. Yeah, a little bit. But it hit me, and I went down. See stars? For about 30 seconds, I saw stars. Yeah. I was like, whoa. And Randy is as upset as upset can be. Not his fault. Accidents happen. He wasn't aiming at me. He wasn't trying to hit me, and I was... I, I... Forgot that he still had to get the ball out of the bunker. Yeah, and, and it, you forgot he's kind of a high handicap guy, and you just and, you kind of got to have your head on a swivel in those situations. And uh, he comes, he comes right over and like, oh, you okay? You okay? Okay, so just leave me for a minute, and it starts to hurt. But I think it was more the trauma than anything. Is I just got hit in the head with a golf ball. I've never been hit with a golf ball before. Of all the golf I've ever played, everything else, I've never been hit with a golf ball. And the sound when it hit my head, because I wasn't expecting it. I mean, rung through there. I mean, talk about getting your bell rung. So what a normal person would have done at that point was packed it in and went home. Nah, you're a gamer. But I'm losing to Brody. And Brody's my guy who every week it's... Seeing double might have helped your putting. I'm going to beat Brody. No, because... Because Anthony Broussard fixed oh, my putting. That's right. I'm sorry. But I ain't letting. I'm down to Brody right now, and I am not losing to Brody. There's just no way. I'm not losing to Brody. So I step it up. I'm a little groggy. Every time I bend over, I start to get a little bit lightheaded. But I'm going to play on. So I try to putt, and I, I had about a 12-foot downhill putt. And I putted it, and I was not of uh, sound mind and body because I had about a 40-footer coming back. Uh Uh-oh. And to Brody's credit, he looked at me and said, I'll give it to you. Let's just move on. It's okay. Yeah, to the emergency room is where you should have moved on to. Yes. So I'm a a little off. For a CT scan. And I'm... I'm deciding I'm going to play. And rant, poor Randy. Randy's feeling so bad at this point. It's like, you know what, Randy? He got hit by a golf ball. Don't worry about it. But he's upset. I mean, it could have been worse. You could have been facing him, and it could have got you right in the teeth. 
Oh, yeah. Or in the eyeball. Oh, yeah. You know? I, I mean, it would have definitely broken my orbital bone if I was oh, facing the other yeah. way or for put sure. Your, put your eye out. I mean, or... it, my lump was – it was a flipping lump. Yeah, you would have been you would have been minus some chiclets if it hit you in the mouth. And every time I – so then I go to the, the next hole. The next hole is 186 yards directly into the wind. So for me, it's probably a knockdown four iron or a hard five iron, right? You hit the ball about equal to me. That's probably what you hit the ball a little higher, so you might. But I can hit that knockdown four iron or a five iron and be fine. But I'm not of sound mind. Uh, uh, sound mind at this point. I go down to tee my ball up, and I get a little lightheaded and I pop up. And I was like, what am I going to do? Okay, I'm not great. For whatever reason, Eli, again, I decide to try to hit a knockdown three wood. That sounds like you, you may have been concussed. <laughs> what I mean, I'm, not a, I'm not a physician, but... What in the world am I thinking? That, that thought process sounds like you might have been concussed. So, uh, yes, it didn't go well. <laughs> and uh, Who could have predicted that? And I'm telling you, I, but I'm going to finish. And, I, and, and the good thing about Randy is he had me... He had a beer in my hand at all times for the rest of the round. So kudos to Randy for that. And I took a took some Tylenol, some Advil, and but my front nine, I shot a 47. I'm not sure the last time. I mean, I'm a 3.8 handy index right now. For me to shoot a 47, it's not good. And Brody's kicking my butt, and I I beside myself. So anyway, did he, did he take your money? Yes, he did. He was happy to take it. Yeah. Yes, he was. I mean, but you now, could have bowed out. It's to, kind of on yeah, you. And that's exactly what he said. On the fifth hole, he said, look, if you want to call off the bet, I'll let you call it off right now. He says, but if we move on, we move on. And I moved on. Didn't complain once about it. I paid him. Venmoed him right away. And uh, and, and moved on. But uh, it was a rough, rough round of golf. My head still hurt as of yesterday. Actually, this morning it hurt when I woke up this morning. I took two. two uh, by the way, you want to get you want to get rid of pain? Those combo Advil Tylenol pills. You've seen those? They call them dual action. They have Advil and Tylenol in them. Apparently now it's okay to hit. I mean, when we were kids, like if you take the Advil, you don't take Tylenol, right? Now it's okay to take them both together. And uh, and so I take them and it, it it'll get your pain going. You know what else works for pain? Beer. Heroin. Mark that. <laughs> what? What? Heroin. <laughs> you got any? No. Okay. First end? Fortunately not. <laughs> Have you ever been hit by a golf ball? No. Well, I mean, n- nothing of any substance. I've had, in fact, when I was out here yesterday, I can't remember who it was. Oh, it was one of the veteran guys, the uh, injured veterans that's in the yep. field this week. I was down next to number 10 fairway, and I was watching some guys hit their approach shots into number one, and I got a ball that actually rolled up, and it actually kind of just grazed my foot as it rolled up on me. But, no, I've never been hit with one. I certainly haven't been hit with one above, uh, you know, above the chest where it really can do some damage, you know. It was it, – uh, I mean, Randy felt really, really bad, obviously, because the sound, just the sound of getting hit in the head with yeah. it. Yeah. But uh, – It's but, got that very distinct thud of, yes. like, bone on golf yes. ball. Yes. And uh, – the imprint of Titleist on my bald head. Did you uh, did you, you have know. dimples? Could you see the dimples? 
I can't see. It was the back of my head, so I couldn't see. But um, I've seen people get hit with golf balls or baseballs in particular. You know, I played baseball growing up, and if you got hit with one that somebody that had a little velo behind it, you could see the stitches where the ball hit. Yeah, I think if it didn't hit the bottom of my cap, I probably would probably would have broken the skin. But luckily, it hit me right there. Yeah, where there was a little extra. Yeah. Padding. And uh, I'll just. I, he may not be listening, but I'm just gonna put Brody on notice. Going down Thursday. Took me when I'm down. You're going down. And Randy, don't feel bad, because uh, we should know that when you're in a bunker, we should keep our wits with us, because it's not your strength. And shame on me for turning my head. I'm just going to say that. So uh, so don't feel bad, Randy. All right. Is that good enough that I... Yeah. Yes. I'm just glad that you're still with us, man. That could have been could have been a lot worse. As my wife says. By the way, my wife's been a jam all week. She's uh, she's she's hosted caddies in her house. She has handled me with a head injury, which everybody thought I already had. Yeah, I was gonna say that's and, not really um, that big of a change. I and don't yesterday, think. when Fig was had to go to scoring and couldn't help me on the first tee, she came out with the scorecards, made sure I had all the right scorecards at the right time and stuff. So she was uh, she was an ace all week. So give her a shout out too. All right, coming up next, we got news and notes. Do what? All right, Jonathan. Uh, per Brian Damaris, Luka Doncic will make his first start of the 2022 postseason this afternoon against Utah. Well, all right. Big breaking news from our ticker man, Jonathan Dodd. Wow. It appears that uh, Luka Doncic will uh, will uh, lace him up today against the Utah Jazz in all right. game four. Coming up next, we will talk about that decision and we will also talk about some other stuff golf coming up next but first let's talk about Preston painting because Bourbon was the first guy to send me a text and saying hey I heard you got hit in the head by a golf ball are you okay and I said yeah I'm fine he goes good because I got painting to do because Bourbon is the best at painting paint he will paint your house he will paint everything around your house he will do indoors he'll do outdoors and he is awesome at what he does. He's been doing it for forever. He is really, really good at what he does. And, uh, you know, he's, he's reasonable. He won't, he won't break the bank. And he, he's not going to leave your house a mess, which is the one thing I worried about when I got my house painted. Oh, my goodness. They're going to get paint drippings because that's what happens when I paint my house. Are they going to mess up and get paint on the furniture? Are they going to not clean up? He did my house. And there, it was. After he was done, it was spotless. Not a, not only did he do a great job painting, but he did a great job cleaning. It, everything was perfect. Go to PrestonPainting.com. PrestonPainting.com. You now have a guy when you need something painted in your house. Call Bourbon. Get it done at PrestonPainting.com. And Sports Radio 96.7 and 13.10, the ticket. Got this, Eli? Yep. 937 Sports Radio 96.7 and 1310. The ticket. You got the T-Box live today at the Club Corp Classic in Las Colinas. If you want to make your way out here, we'll be out here for about another 20 minutes or so on the air. And then uh, I think I'm going to hang around for a little while. I'm not sure if Craig's going to stick around a bit or whatnot. But, I've got uh, a press trip to go on, as you do this week, too. That's right. I'm going to Hot Springs, Arkansas. Nice. And you are going to? Mississippi. Be leaving tomorrow to go to Gulfport, and then I think we end up in Jackson, I believe, towards the end of next week. So 
be doing that. But, yeah, lots of uh, good players have yet to tee off. The morning wave is all on the golf course. Afternoon wave tee time started about 11.45. So some of the guys that have yet to uh, tee off, Kenny Rogers, Mark O'Meara, B.J. Singh still not on the golf course, Colin Montgomery, John Smoltz, Tony Romo goes at 12.57 today along with Darren Clark. That's a That should be a popular group to follow, Darren Clark, along with uh, – Tony Romo and Steve Alker, and then Marty Fish as well. So. How about that? By the way, this segment is brought to you by the greatness of Ham's Meat Market. Yes. I have, He gave me a little bit of meat, and I've been cooking the hell out of it. Do the pig wings yet? have not done it because he gave me 10 pounds of them, so it's like... <laughs> well, you've got like a house full of caddies. I know, but, you know... Do you need me to come show you how to cook them? Yes. That's the problem, yes. right? You just don't know what you're doing. But the, the sausages he has, I've been eating the sausages, man. The burgers are awesome. The sausage is great. The steaks are fantastic. Everything is super, super fresh. Tony and Sarah Smith up there at Ham's. In McKinney, it's one of my favorite places to go to get any kind of meat you want. You want a pre-spatchcocked chicken? They've got those. A what? Spatchcocked chicken. What's that? It's where you so, cut the backbone out of yeah. the chicken and you lay it flat. That's oh. the way you cut it. They've got them so you don't have to mess with that and, you know, do all the trimming and all that stuff yourself. So They've got those. Leave if you want anything you want them to order, they can get it special for you. So, yeah, go see them up there at Ham's Meat Market. So if we if we just said we wanted something, like we asked for pig wings and he got them for Yes. Us. So if we asked for, like, uh, I bet if you wanted. Elk burgers. A, probably could get them. I, I bet if you wanted a an alligator to smoke, I bet he could get, get you an alligator. I don't really like alligator. Have you ever had yeah. it? Yeah. I'm not a fan. But I like elk. See if we can get some elk burgers. I bet he can probably get you some elk or burgers. Elk fillet. Is there a fillet of elk? Probably. But that'd be good. I just use your imagination. I bet he can come up with a way to get it to you. All right. That's Ham's Meat Markets. Yeah. All right. So last week, we I'm watching the uh, the PGA Tour event last week, and on the 18th hole on Saturday, Jordan Spieth has about a three footer. Three. And he missed it. Oh, you're talking about the first putt. And then he had an 18-inch putt. If that. It was exactly 18 inches, what they said on shot, shot link or whatever. And he missed that. And he looked beside himself. It was the first time he's ever missed a putt like that where he was like, he looked beside himself. He, like, I mean, in his defense, it's not like he put change on it and stalked it for 30 seconds like he just no, kind of went, went up there and, and swiped and at it i mean it like we would do yes and missed it and he just looked like oh dear and come sunday and again watching his practice swing is disturbing isn't it yes that that move that he makes taking the club away before he actually pulls the trigger is very awkward but I mean, he doesn't swing that way no. He's just, he's trying, I don't know what he's doing, but obviously it worked because he won last yeah, week. I guess. Uh, it's hard for me to watch. I, I I mean, look, I watched him grow up, so I love watching him and I love seeing what he does, but watching that practice swing is hard to watch. And uh, Sunday, he puts it together, man. Put it together. And uh, it's tied for the lead going into a playoff with Patrick Hanley. And. So the thing that I look at Patrick Cantley was, remember last year, I think it was the Arnold Palmer Invitational, where he's in a playoff, long playoff with... DeChambeau. DeChambeau. And DeChambeau's striping it and hitting it bombs. And whatever he's doing right, Cantley matches it. 
it's like he's is the greatest match play I'm watching. He's knowing what he needs to do every single shot. And I was like, oh, it's a wow moment to me. You know, I was like, this guy's really good. I don't want to play him in a match play. I don't. If it gets down to a, a playoff, this guy got has what it takes. So they get to the first hole, and Cantley airmails his tee shot past Jordan. He's 30 yards ahead of Jordan. Did you watch this? Uh, yes, I, I watched the majority of the final 18. I did not get to see any of the playoff. Okay, so I'll give you a little play-by-play of what happened. So Jordan hits first and puts it in the bunker. And he's right on the edge of the bunker. Not going to have an easy shot. So Cantley, 30 yards ahead, he's got a – Green's kind of tucked right behind the bunker and is up front. He's got – yards and yards of green behind him and i don't and i'm thinking all right jordan's gonna have to make him miraculous up and down because cantley's gonna put this ball in the bat of the green sure enough he doesn't he short sizes himself hits it in the bunker and it plugs jordan gets up and down and cantley you know does the best he can with a plug lie and makes bogey and jordan wins tournament and uh you know, I, I guess when you're playing when you're playing golf, like you always need an element of luck, right? You bet. And uh, I just remember that when at Chambers Bay in the U.S. Open, when Dustin Johnson three putted from like 12 feet, one one Jordan no U.S. Open. You know, you got a little bit of luck. He's still, I mean, you're still there to win it. And um, that, I didn't see that coming from Cantley. Yeah, well, uh, I mean, it it happens. I mean, you get. Even these guys get, you know, kind of nervy swings from time to time. And, you know, when you get a little bit nervous, things can get sideways pretty quick. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, so good for him. Just good for him. I mean, I, I, uh, I like, I like watching. I think Jordan winning is really, really good for golf, isn't it? Absolutely. Yeah. There's no question. There aren't a lot of guys that have that kind of star power to really, really move the needle like Jordan does. I mean, yep. it, I mean, it really, he's he's very relatable because I think you've seen him really have some really high highs and some really low lows, and I think that the majority of people that play golf relate to that. I think they see Jordan and the struggles that he went through over the last couple of years, and now they see him kind of working his way back to where he was when he went crazy at the beginning of his career. And uh, yeah, I mean, I think it's I think it's relatable, and I don't think there's a lot of players that are like that on tour. By the way, one of the coolest things, he finishes his round, and obviously he he's behind Cantley, so they're still on the golf course. But as he's walking by all the the autographs area, he looks at him and says, "Hey guys, there may be a playoff, and if there is, so I've got to go in right now, and I've just got to work on my game or do whatever, mm-hmm. but." I'll be back. Whether I there's promise, a playoff I'll come or not, back I'll, out. I thought that was so cool. Yeah. Right? Yeah, he's, I mean, he seems to be a legitimately good dude, man. And that's, you know, that's that's more than you can ask for from a guy that's at that level. I mean, yep. he's already won multiple majors. He's made a zillion dollars. He could very, very easily fall into that attitude of, you know what, I'm my S don't stink and I don't need to deal with this right. and I've got bigger fish to fry and I'd rather get on my jet and get back home or whatever. Yep. But you're right, he's, he stood there and signed every autograph like he said he would and 
And yeah, I mean that's 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 good for the game. Yep. And I think he realizes that. Yep. All right, real quick. So the Saudi tour, whatever they call it now, four players are rumored that are gonna play. Lee Westwood, Ian Poulter, Bubba Watson, and Kevin Na. And possibly Robert Garrigus. He's he's a different he's at a different level. These okay. four on tour have, have been rumored that these gonna be signed. Your thoughts? My thoughts? I I don't think I'll probably watch much of it, to be honest. I mean, I don't. I, I it just I don't know. It just doesn't. There's already so much golf to keep up with, as it stands now. I mean, if you follow the the Champions Tour, if you're like, you know what, Club Corp Classics in my hometown this week, I'm gonna go out there and watch some golf, and I'm gonna pay attention to what's going on. Well, then you're you know then you're not watching the event going on down in New Orleans. Well, you know you do that, and then. It's there's a lot there's already a lot of golf to consume, especially if you really have your fingers on the pulse of mm-hmm. the tours like we have to for our for our job. I just don't think I have time to commit to watching Ian Poulter play some course in Portland or where I, whatever. I just don't care. Well, I think that Lee Westwood and Bubba Watson and Ian Poulter are at the tail end of there's their career. There's no doubt. So if it's for at a, least one of one or two of those guys, probably not Bubba because he's he's made a lot of money, but for like Ian Poulter, I mean that seems a little money grabby to me. I mean I know he's probably got a ton of money too. But and so do you fault him for that? No, not at all. I mean, I'm not saying I fault I, him. It I just think seems all money three of them. The one that doesn't make sense to me is Kevin Na. I agree. Na's still kind of in the prime and of his he's, career. He's actually playing well he's, right now. He's won recently. Yeah, I just I don't understand that one. And if he's gonna because tour still says. Uh, so the first event's in, in London, and that's fine. But if you play, I, I think being a member of the PGA Tour, if you play an event inside the States that is conflicting in any way, you can be banned from the tour. I don't know the actual rules, but it's something like that. Right. So he's putting his PGA Tour card in jeopardy. That seems weird. So, so yeah, so I, I, I don't know what... I don't know what to think about that, and I'm not sure. Bubba Watson's already put his um, schedule out. He said, this is where I'm playing, and it conflicts with whatever the yes. uh, the Saudi tour is. So, who knows? But I think we're burying the lead because Luka Doncic is playing. That's true. Uh, yeah, we just got that today. news from Jonathan Dodd. So, we should guy, so probably yeah. mix with whatever country forces out there next and talk about it. <laughs> On Sports Radio 967 and 1310, the ticket. 956 on the ticket. You got the T Box winding down out at the Club Corp Classic, Las Cleanest Country Club. Y'all should come out. You want to go see some cool golf and some fun stuff? Um, this is the place. A lot of celebrities to come see. You can see Eli's going to be walking around with his fiance. Get to see him just a brief time before he's while how, still single. How much walking around we'll be doing? We might just make a beeline for that Choctaw Club tent over there on 17th. <laughs> Sang out there. Is that a cool thing? I don't know. I haven't been over there yet. Okay. Okay. I have to go to Arkansas today. 
So mark I'm, that uh, for some reason. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know why. I just it feels like that should be marked. I have to go to Arkansas this week. Mark. Go to Arkansas today. Well, all right. And uh, yes. So Are you driving or flying? You're flying. Right? Driving. You're driving. Driving. Taking the Defender, huh? Nope. No. Taking the Tahoe. Oh, that's right. Yeah. All right. The Texas Junior Golf Tour Tahoe. What's that drive like to Hot Springs? I don't know, but given the fact I'm that I was. I'm guessing it's probably six hours, probably. I think it's less. It's less. But I'm thinking, I think it's four and a half, I think. That's not bad. No. But uh, got a group going. Taking all the caddies uh, with you? Not taking the caddies. Leaving my wife with the caddies. Uh Is that a good idea? Probably not as much as they like to drink. Just everybody... Well, my wife was... Hanging out, sucking down that cough syrup. She was not supposed to be in town. She was supposed to go visit her parents, but her parents got COVID. Mm. So she's like, I'm not going. The vid strikes again. And uh, so, yeah, so she's home, and uh, we'll entertain them. And, uh, well, I'll be at Hot Springs. So, uh, yeah. We'll have to compare next week whether Hot Springs or Mississippi was a better trip. Okay. Since you're going to Mississippi. We can do that. But, again, thanks again. to Club Corp for having us out here. Thanks for current keeping us on the air. Jay for making me giggle. And Jonathan for breaking news of Luka Doncic playing today. Yeah, buddy. That is cool stuff. Luka Mania returns. Next week, we will be at Crest Cars. One of the sponsors of the Club Corp Classic, by the way. And we'll see them out there. And maybe they'll feed us next week because I've given them grief. We'll see. To be determined. Um... Who's at Country Force today? I believe we've got Ty Walker and the great Ryan Medellin. Is that correct? Do you yes. Read yes, yes, yes. Ty Walker. What's up? That was Kern giving you a little Ty Walker. Thank you, Kern. I appreciate that. How's it going, Where boys? Where you at, fellas? We are on the road, man. We are in Terrell for the Terrell Jubilee. How about that? Is Jamie Foxx there? You know, he is not Why that would I've Jamie seen. Foxx be there? Because he's from Terrell. He is? Yes. Yeah. Okay. He, he, play, he was from Terrell, played at Terrell High School, was the quarterback there. Sure was. And I drove on a street that is called Jamie Fox Way to get where we're at today. So <laughs> Well, then. All there right. you go. You think they just named the whole town after him at just this point? Just Jamie Fox, Texas? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we're at Ben Gill Park. They are doing the Terrell Jubilee through tomorrow. Big fun to be had by all. Is there, a lot get... of ju- is there a lot of jubilation so far? Well, it's early. Jubilation. The jubilation is building. Tell you what, though, a lot of people think that you can only get a Fletcher's Corny Dog at the State Fair of Texas. I'm currently staring down a monster booth that has the uh, the big old Fletcher's logo on it and a corn dog dipped in mustard. I don't know, but it looked good. Does it make you nervous? Nervous? Yeah, like Flanders and the Simpsons. The footlongs (laughs) make him nervous. I'm not comparing myself. Remember, no footlongs. (laughs) I'm a fan of the funnel cake. You got funnel cakes out there? Yes. They got to mark that, too. Yeah, golly, yes. <laughs> yes, Craig. I may have to, on kids. my way to Hot Springs, I'm going to have to stop by and get Come myself on a by. Come on by. Hey, no what what type of have? salt? Uh, no salt. <laughs> I'm not sure, No George. salt, George. What else they have out here? Performing at 1 and 5 o'clock today and tomorrow, Whiplash the Cowboy Monkey. Yes. Man, you know what? I, I have, I, I've loved my time helping out with the T-Box over the last month, month and a half. But when I saw that you guys were, A, going to be out on a remote today because, you know, Country Force doesn't get a lot of the interaction with the P1. We're kind of relegated to studio most of the time. 
But not only did I miss a week where you guys are out on the road, but I also have to miss the rodeo monkey. Yes, we're trying our best to uh, work an interview here with Whiplash. I swear, Birmingham, if we don't have Whiplash on our broadcast, you are fired. (laughs) I'm guessing Whiplash probably uh, doesn't do very well with interviews, but Whiplash, I would be more intrigued to talk to the handler of Whiplash. Trainer slash handler. I just want to talk with somebody in his inner circle. (laughs) I've heard he keeps it tight. His entourage. Just, he might be a prima donna. He might not show up till right before showtime. Do it. And ask get out if of here. Uh, if you do get Whiplash on the show, can you ask him if he's friends with the water skiing squirrel? <laughs> Squiggy, the Twiggy, water, Twiggy, the water skiing water squirrel. Skiing squirrel. <laughs> Those were always my favorite events. We'll talk more about this, but uh, Twiggy, they've, uh, they've got to all be friends, right? Yeah. Yes. They, skip boot the. The dog that was always at the State Fair of Texas that did just the wild tricks. <laughs> they all run in the same circles is what you're saying? Yeah. yeah. Probably. <laughs> you as cold as I am out at the – wherever you are in Terrell? Uh, it's still a little the cloudy Jubilee. out here. The Jubilee. Terrell Jubilee. The Jubilee. Uh, we got a little wind here. We're in the gazebo here at Ben Gill Park, and uh, there's some wind, but it's all right. It's all right. It's supposed to warm up considerably this afternoon, but it is a little chilly right now. He's, all he does is complain about being cold. How are you I heard alcohol like can warm you up. You're like my wife, Craig. It could be 90 degrees outside and she's got a blanket on. It's well, cold. I, de- I definitely don't have enough apparel on at the moment. Hey, now. Has there been a Larry the Cable Guy sighting this morning? Yeah. Not this morning. Did he make uh, the he cut? Is already on, he's on the golf course. This is a no-cut event, sir. So, oh, man. Um, but, yeah. but he is beating DeMarcus Ware, so he's not oh. last. That's true. He's, he's, there's like five or six guys below Larry the Cable Guy, I think. So. You, you know, he did one of those, the Graham Bissinger, whatever his name is, that does ben, all those. Bensinger. Bensinger, who does all those in-depth interviews. Well, the show is called In-Depth with Graham Bensinger. That's why they're in-depth. He did one with Larry the Cable Guy, a.k.a. Dan Whitney, and it was one of the greatest things ever, just learning about his story and and hearing him talk just as normal Dan Whitney and not Larry the Cable Guy. Yes, very much so. Eli had Actually, he talked, he uh, he was on the cover of our uh, last issue of Ava Golfer, and uh, Eli did the interview, and he, he was... He didn't. He didn't do the interviewing character, did he? No, uh, no it, was, it was just like talking to a normal dude. But when you very post nice, it, you very have to nice say guy. Larry the Cable Guy, right? That, that was what he was talking about on the Hang Zone yesterday. Is that you know nothing that he does is under Dan Whitney. It's all built yeah. as Larry the Cable Guy because that's what yes, that's correct. In the yeah. eyes and the money, right? Yeah, because nobody knows who the hell Daniel Whitney is. Yeah, nobody comes out to see him. Only so was Whiplash OGs. an alias then? It could yes. be. I heard his name is Frank actually. Frank the Cowboy Monkey. Frank the Cowboy Monkey. Did you hear so yesterday? Dan- Whiplash rides a dog, yes? Border Collie, yes. Named Boogie. Okay. Boogie. Boogie the Border Collie. Boogie the Border Collie. <laughs> and he wears and, – and Whiplash wears, wears Justin boots and a cowboy oh, hat. Custom, he sponsored some boots. chaps. Yes, he sponsored. Surprised Luke Casey hasn't come in and tried yeah. to steal the sponsorship. Now, now, does he have jeans on under the chaps, or is he just bare ass? Um <laughs> – our, our notes don't tell us. Oh, here we go. Dressed in his cowboy hat, silk scarf, chaps, and Justin boots. Never misses a chance to show his skills. No denim under the chaps then, huh? No. I'm not seeing it. I'm just seeing <laughs> chaps. <laughs> Good Lord. I'm going to have to stick around. Well, uh, what else find... is on the show today besides the uh, oh, hard-hitting man. interview with Whiplash? That's about well, it. we're going to talk about Luca and uh, the yeah, breaking that's news that – that he's going to play tonight or play today. And uh, 
How about those Rangers? We might talk about them, break them up. They've won two in a row, Eli. How about that? How about it? You excited? <laughs> championship. <laughs> I just want I just want them to win 70 games. I'm not asking for a championship. 70 games. He, he was actually telling me that, boy, if they can win one more game in a row, he really wants to do the post-game shows. Yeah, okay. I might, I might buy, buy season tickets and start doing – yeah, Some come of the on. Post game work come out here and you can come it. do Diamond Talk. Absolutely. We'd love Very to have good. you. <laughs> Lots of fun. All right, fellas. Well, y'all have a spectacular program, and we will see you down the road. All right. We'll tell Whiplash hi for you. Love you yeah, guys. Yeah, buddy. Do it. <laughs> see ya. Broadcasting live from the TXU Energy Mothership at Victory Park, hard by the AAC. This is Sports Radio 96 7 and 1310 The Ticket. KTCK AM Dallas Fort Worth. KTCK FM Flower Mouth. A cumulus media station.